Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Yeah. For real. Thank you, Jesus. And by the way, if you didn't recognize that voice, that's none other than uh, the woman who sat at the knee for I don't know how many years of Reverend Wright in church. And uh, but then went on to uh, earn billions of dollars a year pretending that she was a lover of everybody across this country. Thank Jesus. Uh-huh. Uh, but enough about her. Let's talk about me. <laughs> I'm super excited to be here with you guys tonight. In case you don't know who I am, I am Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress, busted through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week here from 6 to 7 p.m. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I'm on Instagram at Andrea K. Show. I'm on Parlor at Andrea K. No, I'm not on TikTok. Um, never was on MySpace before you even go not there, my friend. Not too late. Friends. It still exists. It doesn't really. <laughs> That's probably where Joe Biden is tonight. He's probably, <laughs> he's probably, Biden's probably updating his MySpace account. Hey, 888-344-1170. Uh, open phones tonight if there's anything on your mind, anything you want to share. Um, uh, what do we got to talk about tonight? The, the latest with Biden. According to Biden, all blacks look alike. I mean, that's basically what he said today. And then he doubled down on it, which uh, not a lot of people are, are are reporting on the follow-up to the ridiculous, racist, bigoted comment that he made today in an interview. So we got to talk about that. We've got to talk about enforcement. Enforcement of public health orders are ramping up to a degree that is at the point of being really frightening. Right now, and it's coming at a time in which coronavirus deaths are plummeting and there's even uh, been breaking news of the past couple of days in terms of the San Diego County health officials reporting bogus numbers in order to keep it going. So we got to talk about that. And what can you do? We're going to actually talk a little bit later about two things that you can you can do to get involved that we can't we've got to do more than just coming together as much as I love y'all. I love spending this time with you guys. I love y'all on Facebook. We're streaming live right now in the answer San Diego. We've got our great uh, private Facebook page Kaniacs K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S where you guys can feel free to f- just say be your most conservative glorious wonderful self. But we've got to get active. That's one of the reasons why Bob Walters is on my show every Friday. This is a successful Southern California businessman who in his spare time like he has much 
because he runs a freight business and freight did not freight did not stop happening. Freight is essential. Uh, He has been calling people to action for a long time now over our schools. We've got to instead of just complaining, we we we're going into an election. We must get active in every possible way. We can't just we can't just. and, And what we're doing on social media is important. Don't get me wrong, because it helps fight back against the false message and the false narratives out there. But there's more that we can do. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. 888-344-1170. No special guest tonight, because you know what? Sometimes I just like to sit back in my chair, chill a little bit in the studio, surrounded by my little donut artifacts and my and my things here, and chat with my man, who's my right hand on the show, who, and, and his, when I have a lot of guests on the show, I, I don't get enough time to get his perspective on things, and it really matters to me and to you guys as well. So, of course, I'm talking about my man, DJ Potato Skins. And abolish, basically, DJ this is Joe Biden. See, Joe Biden wants to get rid of me. I mean, th- this is just another thing that it's not going well for him. Um, well, except that, you know, it, it, it could be going well for Joe in a couple of ways, because can you imagine if President Trump had said today or any Republican had said today what Joe Biden said? And in case you missed it, let's let's set the stage for this. Joe Biden was was doing an interview and it was actually at the same convention in which he asked somebody if they were a junkie yesterday. This was a convention of Latino and I want to make sure I get it right. I find this interesting, by the way. This was some kind of NPR did it, I guess. The National Association of Latino Elected Officials, um, but it also included... um, the National Association of Black Journalists and the National National Association of Hispanic Journalists. Uh, that right there is is bizarre to me. Before we even get into the comments, because the idea that why why do they have to have a convention together? You know why why is the left? You look at Black Lives Matter, which now lumps brown people in. I mean, and they actually use the term brown people. I mean, if you're if you are of uh, Latina or Latino or Hispanic, whatever version you want to use, how do you feel about being? constantly lumped in there's everything about the democrat party is is racist and bigoted it's all about looking through everything through the lie uh, through the lens of somebody's appearance whether it's the gender their genitals they've got whether it's uh their skin color uh who they choose to have sex with it's it's all about uh viewing people through a discriminatory manner because ultimately, liberalism is where liberty goes to die. It's ultimately, it's about the unequal treatment of some people under the false guise of equality for everybody. But that being said, so there is this convention of these black and brown journalists. That's where he was, uh, you know, got into the are you a junkie man yesterday. So he um, he was asked about returning people to Cuba, which I think is a, a bizarre question in the first place. At what point were we discussing is the United States of America ever in conversation about returning Cubans to to, you know, communist, you know, Havana, Cuba? So anyway, and and for some reason, he ends up saying this. I have a, a few questions that I'd, I'd just like to get through because they are incredibly important to the Latino community. First of all, you are extending TPS, temporary, temporary protected status, to Venezuelans. Um, Cubans, though, are now being uh, deported in unprecedented numbers. Would you stop those deportations? What I said, I'm going to look at entire temporary. I'm going to look at every single country in the, in the world. 
that in fact is being and this guy's sending them back. The reason why it came up with Venezuela is he's not even allowing it to exist in the first place. And so the TPS program is something I will I will move on the first day I'm in office to make sure that we extend it to people. We know we know we look too you know for too long uh, you know we we didn't get it right. But here's the deal. I think that we should be extending it. Anybody can prove that they are in jeopardy to go back to their country. And the reason they came in the first place, they should be able to stay in the United States of America until the circumstance changes in their country. And that's why, by the way, I put that program together to provide. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Are, are you going to reengage with Cuba, though? I mean, I'm, I'm specifically wondering about, you know, the Florida yes. communities that are, in, in, you know, yes. incredibly interested in, in the Cuba issue um, and see yes. uh, status given to Venezuelans while Cubans are being deported. The answer so are, is you yes, I'm going to engage. Yes. Yes. And by the way, what you all know, but most people don't know. Unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different attitudes about different things. You go to Florida, you find a very different attitude about immigration in certain places than you do when you're in Arizona. So it's a very different, a very diverse community. Um, basically what he's saying there in the middle of all that, would you, we probably could have even trimmed that down because most of it was absolutely unintelligible garbage. And by the way, I'm not one of these conservatives that feel like we have to, you know, uh, pander to him by saying this is, this is elder abuse. Nobody is forcing this man to do this. He is, he is addicted to power after 47 years of being in Congress. He's addicted to using, he's addicted to using that power to enrich everybody in his family, not just Hunter Biden. So he doesn't get a pass from me and he should not be getting a past for making such a racist statement. Uh, I guess what he's trying to say there is that um, using the example of, well, if you ask an opinion of a Latino person in Florida, they'll give you a different answer than Arizona. I guess the assertion there is that all black people think alike, have a monolithic, which is which is exactly what the Democrat Party standpoint has been with the blacks, that they all think alike. There's no difference of opinion. So if you ask a black person in New Orleans for an opinion on uh, uh, economic policy or tax taxes or whatever you want to ask them, you're going to hear the same things if you ask a black person from San Diego. It's absolutely outrageous. It is the most it, it is the most demeaning, disgusting, insulting comment I could think of. And we don't need to play the rest of of that ridiculous reporter because we all we need to know is that she moved off of this real quick. She wouldn't have if it had been President Trump. Absolutely not. Oh, would have just drilled him. Well, yeah, because basically, isn't that the same thing as saying all blacks look alike? It's no different. He went on later, I guess, uh, it, it, to um, double down on it by saying, trying to clarify his remarks um, by saying, well, the difference is, is that you're from Europe. The different here's where, where he goes on to, to clarify um, that the how the African American community is different from from Latin community. You're from Europe, from the tip of South America all the way to our border in Mexico and the Caribbean, and different backgrounds, different ethnicities, but all Latinos. I thought Latino was an ethnicity. Last time I checked. Right. So how are there different ethnicities within the Latin community? No, if you're Latino, you're Latino. Exactly. Um, and not to mention the fact, are there no Latin people or Hispanics, whatever term you want to use, living in Europe? Are there none that actually are living in, 
Australia, the African continent, Asian continent? Are there none? I mean, this is this is this is the worst kind of pandering, insulting, demeaning, degrading, discriminatory, bigoted comment. And where is the black community today? If you are a black person listening to this show and you have been saying that Trump is a racist and he's homophobic and he's this and he hates black people and you're prepared to vote for Biden, I want to hear from you. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Yeah. Explain yourself to me. I want some. I want a black person because this is on the heels of him saying, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And, you know, this is. Oh, by the way, this is the same man. Or was it Bill Clinton? Um, Which one of it was it says that Barack Obama was the first black man to come along? who was articulate and clean wasn't that joe biden who said that pretty sure it was him. It, it hasn't been donald trump going around saying this crap bragging about how he threatened some black man named corn pop with a chain oh they're gonna put y'all back in chains this is outrageous and let me tell y'all there is no way with this man all of his gaffes, all of his crap that he said, all of his groping women, as our friend Kurt Schlichter refers to him as Grandpa Badfinger, all of his, all of his um, corrupt dealings with his son, bragging that he had used the force of the United States government. Remember what Trump was impeached for, supposedly using the government for, for personal gain for his election? This is a man who bragged on videotape. That he used the weight of the United States government withholding a billion dollars in aid to Ukraine to get them to drop fire the prosecutor investigating his son with a cricket company getting $80,000 a month from that company. That's who this is. You cannot convince me that this man is ahead of Trump and has any chance of beating Trump in the polls. And that's why they're pushing for mail-in ballots. Because they know that they can't win with Joe Biden. This 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 dog ain't hunting. This dog is is a loser and they cannot drag this nag o- over the finish line. Any thoughts carrots uh potato skins before we take a break? Yeah, I think that's why it's actually such an important topic about what, you know, who his VP pick is going to be because if you ask me, that's who really the president is going to be. There's no way he's going to last in office if if he were to somehow pull out the election. Well, the thing is is I guess they've they made the statement tonight there was an announcement tonight that they've narrowed it down. They've narrowed it down for the VP was, pick to two, two now, right? Yeah, to Kamala Harris and Susan Rice. And I don't think I personally don't think that when I hear that Susan Rice is is in the running, that the plan is to have either one of these VP picks take over as president. I don't know who is going to be running the show. Oh, there'll be somebody pulling the strings. It'll be somebody pulling the strings. And what I think it will be is getting back to what my comments last night that uh, about the Republican Party being in bed with the Democrats, basically preparing for a Biden presidency because we're basically at a one-party rule with the exception of a few Republicans that are conservatives like uh, Jim Jordan and, you know, Mark Meadows and others, um, that, you know, really who's controlling the government is really the the legislative branch at this point. And that's why I told you last night, I'll say this before we go to break, is, uh, yes, I know he's technically a registered Republican. In my mind, he is not a Republican. He is a American. He is a Patriot because the Republican Party is not on his side. And that's why he won the election. That's why the American people went to an outsider. And that's why Democrats voted for him and independents voted for him. And when he ran for office, he didn't run, you know, as a label. He ran on ideas. He ran on concepts that were basically in line with our founders and it resonated it resonated with the forgotten worker it resonated with the forgotten man as it's been called which is the american worker because the democrat party with the republicans have been all about open borders all about trade deals that i mean paul ryan was was in lockstep 
with Barack Obama. And I will tell you, one of the things I said to Barack Obama supporters, and I know we're past the point of a break, what are you doing complaining, bad-mouthing Bush? This was the first couple of years of, of Obama in office. I'm like, why are you bad-mouthing Bush? Because there's little daylight between Obama's policies at this point and George W. Bush, who bloated the government after 9-11, bringing in refugees from every Islamic terrorist country, propping up Islam as the religion of peace, bloating the government, handing over our security to, uh, to uh, starting the TSA, and the Department of Homeland Security, data, the data mining facility, uh, the you know we're we're uh, uh, practically doing cavity searches of ninety year old old women from Iowa instead of profiling the people that want to destroy us after nine eleven. The greedy geezer bill, the unlimited wars, the, the racking up the debt, the auto bailout, the Wall Street bailout, all George W. Bush, and all the same crap that 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 went on under Obama. Yeah, right now there's two Republican parties. There's the mainstream GOP and then there's Trump. And that's there, w- just the way it is. It, exactly. So when Trump ran, he ran to put America first, to seal our borders. to to And one of the most important things he said on the day of the inauguration, which is why the American people voted for him and, and why they're trying to stop him. And both both establishment parties, as he said, today's the day I return the government to the people. You look at what's going on right now in this country and what has been going on in the past three years. It has been to do everything to stop the government from being controlled by the people. You look at how they're uh, how they're abusing this virus to seize control from us, to seize control from every aspect of our lives. And it's getting worse. We're well past the point of a break. We're going to uh, we're going to come back and continue the discussion there. Anything you want to share with me? Give me a call. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Now he's going to fix everything. Doesn't work that way. And I wouldn't say he's at the top of his game, would you? Do you think? But he supported every single globalist attack on American workers. Joe Biden's policies put China first and America last. And that's what he'll continue to do if he ever got this shot. And you will have a disruption in the markets, the likes of which our country has never seen. You will have a crash in the markets because he's going to double and triple your taxes. He's going to do things that nobody ever would ever think even possible because he's following the radical left agenda. Take away your guns. Destroy your Second Amendment. No religion, no anything. Hurt the Bible. Hurt God. He's against God. He's against guns. He's against energy, our kind of energy. Uh, I don't think he's going to do too well in Ohio. If he did, would have a big story. He's not going to do well. And, you know, I was in Texas the other day. I said, wait a minute. The other side is against guns. They're against oil and gas. They're against religion, Bible, God. How's he going to win Texas? How's he going to win Texas? So he's not going to win Texas. He's not going to win Ohio. Uh, Bob told me we're better now in Ohio than we were four years ago. I'll take the same victory, but I think we're better. Yeah, I mean, uh, of course, uh, Twitter was trending like crazy today over him saying Biden's against the Bible. Of course he is. You know, I, oh, well, he, he goes to he goes to Catholic mass. I don't care how much he sits in a pew. 
You look at what this left is about. You look at the you look at the agenda, what the left has been about for a long time. You can't tell me that you're about the Bible when you support late term abortion. You can't tell me that you care about the Bible and you care about religious freedoms when you support bakers being forced to bake cakes for gay weddings. When you when you see the complete when you support right now the fact that you can go to a strip club in San Diego, but you can't go to church. You look at you look at all the different ways and they are attacking our religious freedoms in this country. It was the Obama administration with Joe Biden that look at what they did to the little sisters of the poor, all the different ways that they've attacked our religious freedoms. Remember what O'Biden said? Uh, what what O'Biden? Yeah, what O'Biden oh, said? Might as well. O'Biden. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Obama said, oh, they're clinging to their guns and their religion. He has embraced this Marxist movement. And they are they have done everything that they're burnt. They're literally burning Bibles. I don't care how much time he wears his butt flat in a pew at any Catholic mass that or church. I, no, it doesn't at all. So show me. Oh, well, oh, he knows the Bible better than better than than Trump. I've seen today. Well, yeah, really prove, prove to me how he knows the Bible any better. Speaking of going after our guns, uh, breaking news this morning that the New York attorney general has decided to, she filed a lawsuit against the NRA. Um, Supposedly, this lawsuit is about, um, let's see, as she said here, that, oh, for nearly three decades, Wayne LaPierre served as chief executive officer of the NRA, has exploited the organization for his financial benefit and the benefit of the close circle of NRA staff, board members, and vendors, 163-page complaint. Hey, um, if you have evidence of a crime involving any kind of um, nonprofit organization, I don't have a problem with with a nonprofit organization being investigated. I don't have a problem with, with leaders of nonprofit organizations being uh, facing criminal charges if they've done what they've done here. But the problem I have here is a couple of things. First of all, as the NRA said in their their response and lawsuit, that this is an, an attorney general who staked her entire campaign on going after the NRA. This isn't this is this is uh, about her wanting to dissolve and get rid of the NRA. She ran on a campaign, a platform of anti-conservatism, anti-NRA. The left is desperate to do anything that they can to get out our Second Amendment rights. And they know that the NRA has been incredibly effective at preserving our Second Amendment rights as a lobbying organization. But I also have a problem with this and that I had I know clearly I did many reports on the fraud of an organization called the Clinton Foundation. This is just another example of the courts. This is this is the equivalent of the IRS going after Tea Party organizations. This is the equivalent of the FBI and the DOJ going after Michael Flynn. You want to show that you care about protecting people, uh, b- uh, people's rights, uh, the public trust, as she says here, with a nonprofit organization, then you will haul Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and Chelsea Clinton into the courts in, in New York over the fraud that was perpetrated as the Clinton Foundation. We did many reports on it with Charles Ortel. The Clinton Foundation was the largest charity fraud that has been perpetrated in the history of the world. And it was complex. It involved the State Department. It it involved Hillary Clinton selling off the State Department in a pay-for-play scheme, including Russia. When she went over with her reset button and actually worked as the business developer in Russia, setting up the Silicon Valley in Russia... And the same companies that invested in Russia were the same companies that paid Bill Clinton $500,000 in speaking fees at a pop, as well as making major contributions to the Clinton Foundation. 
And wasn't it, and, 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 my, and she, I'm flashing also on as she was running for office, all these different world leaders in different countries around the world, as she's running for president, putting in like Saudi Arabia, 25 mil at a time into the Clinton Foundation. There were independent auditors that studied the Clinton Foundation that went to a congressional hearing and sat there for hours talking about all the different ways in which they had committed fraud and committed crimes under the Clinton Foundation, and they have not been held accountable. So I don't want to hear anything about anything that Wayne LaPierre might have done that they might consider untoward. When are we going to have equal justice under the law? I am so sick and tired of these Clintons running around this world. You want to you want to know, Attorney General, about what about a mistrust of the public and in a charity scheme fraud and how it hurt people? Just ask the Haitians. And oh, by the way, who was in bed with the Clintons and the Clinton Foundation and perpetrating crimes involving the Haitians after the after the earthquake down there? Yeah, George W. Bush. Yeah. This is about going after, if this was just about, if Wayne LaPierre's done anything wrong, I don't have a problem with him being held accountable. But there's no reason to, other than trying to get at our Second Amendment rights to try to completely take down the NRA. So yeah, we got our NRA hat here, here in, in the studio. And put that up on the uh, display for a while, time to dust that bad boy off. Yeah, it's actually stupid though. Her timing, as somebody said today, I don't remember who it was, said, how incredibly stupid though of the timing. Because this is also at a time, not just going into an election, but at a time in which I think gun sales for first-time gun owners increased 134% in the month of July. Oh yeah, people aren't feeling safe, so what do you think they want? Exactly. Yeah. So here, here here you're trying to defund the police. You're trying to tell, you're trying to defund the police. You're trying to, uh, allow, not trying, but you're basically allowing and encouraging bands of terrorists to roam around this country, burning down buildings. Um, the BLM was going around in one community, I think it was in Chicago, that was basically using mafioso tactics, telling them, give us X percentage of profits from your business for protection. Uh, you know, uh, the looting going on, all the different crimes are being committed. And, and um, it, it, no wonder. People are out there. And you had people in, in uh, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, and they were just saying, yeah, come our way. See what happens. Yeah. So this is this is about it, just what Trump said. The, the left and, and Biden is just the figurehead. It, we, uh, it's all about they're Marxist. They, they need us to be cowered in our homes. And, and oh, so while they're burning down businesses, right? While they while we've got Antifa, who they wouldn't even denounce, they wouldn't even they wouldn't even acknowledge that Antifa is a terrorist organization and Black Lives Matter running around defunding police at the same time in which they've got us cowered in our homes, scared of a virus. It's like we're sitting ducks. What a perfect situation for them, right? To leave us cowering in our homes as sitting ducks for these terrorist organizations to run around. And then what you told me about what was going on in L.A. just blew my mind. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. That's the that's the increased enforcement of the people, the ter- the terrorism on the part of the government exploiting the virus for us. So at the same time, though, you got this Antifa running around, Black Lives Matter, the terrorist organization running around, defunding the police. You've got people cowered in their homes, people scared to death. This bozo decides that she wants to come out with this right now. It's but a completely did you hear stupid there's move. Some freight companies that are saying if you defund the police in certain cities, we won't deliver goods there. Well, yeah. Can you blame them? No, no. I'm, I'm right in step. Yeah. How, why would any business reinvest if they had insurance that covered their business being Not burned down? Not going to risk our looted? employees. Why, yeah. Why, why would any business reinvest in these communities? 
All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We are going to talk a little bit more uh, shocking news coming out of San Diego in terms of coronavirus deaths being misreported by health officials, numbers of enforcements and, and happening, shocking stories there. Then a little bit later, we're going to give you guys something real that we must do. Ideas for how you can get active, suggestions for that, and and more. So stay tuned. We're Andrea Kasia coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Gonna go to the phones here. Got a couple of people holding. Looks like Tony from San Diego's on the line. He wants to talk about getting the kids back to school. Great topic, Tony. Welcome yeah, to the sure, and Hi, I really enjoy your show. I listen every night walking up Mount Woodson, and, and I got to tell you, you kill me with the donut talk because I love donuts. <laughs> but I, even more inspiring, I just passed a gentleman 102 years old with a walker, <gasps> and his care and his caretaker said the reason he and another lady in a wheelchair were coming up here was because it's an asphalted, uh, you know, road trail. Everything else is dirt. And his walker doesn't work in it. 102. Wow. That's got it. He's a contender for Hero of the Week because you know what? You know, sitting in our homes and cowering in fear and refusing to go outside is just making everybody even sicker. And so I love the people that are getting outside, getting the fresh air and getting exercise, Tony. So, and congrats and, to you, I mean, too. You, you should have seen the smile on his face and the other lady in a wheelchair. But anyway, you know, this school thing is just so out of control. I know, you know, I agree with everything you say. You you don't do much for my blood pressure walking up this damn mountain because you get it all <laughs> fired up every night. But anyway, you know, the issue is it's just not going to work. And so how, how is how, the average home, how's the average pa- parent going to deal with their kid at home doing virtual online? I, I just got to see that the pushback's going to explode come once they try to implement this thing, don't you think? Well, I don't know, because I think that the left has done a magnificent job with Fauci and Burks in oh, instilling yeah. such an irrational fear into the psyches yep. of people that um, and then you combine that with the fact that so many people will be getting paid to stay home. You know, we've got even Trump joining in an executive order today to make it impossible for somebody for a landlord to evict somebody who's not paying their rent. And so, you know, if you don't motivate people to go back to work and we need more parents um, to be motivated to go back to work, either because their business, they need to get their business back operating or they're right. cut off from unemployment and they got to pay the rent and they need to go back to work. It, it, that's really going to be the key because the left wants to keep these parents at home, feed them uh, the uh, the. Uh, in entitlement checks, if you will, and that yeah. way they can keep they can keep control over the businesses and keep everything shut down and increase the dependency class. They're using kids and using schools. Kids don't get it and they don't give it. But as long as they've got people willing to sit at home and be paid to sit at home, then then we're not going to have enough parents. I'm afraid that are going to push back. In the meantime, maybe what uh, what we need to be doing more of us, and we're going to talk in the next segment about things that we can do. I think every taxpayer needs to be saying. Give me back my money that I've paid in property taxes. Yeah, if totally. you paid property taxes for schools, we need to be reimbursed. Even those of us, especially those of us who don't have kids in the schools, what are we paying for? You know, what a for gig sure. for these. Te- what a great gig for these these union teachers, right, Tony? They get to stay at totally. home and not work and get paid. 
Yeah, I've, coached, I've been coaching Special Olympic kids in softball and sports for 20 years, Andrew. I've done Zoom with them for 60 sessions. We do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Zoom. These kids are in the best shape of their life, and we, we just got notice that Special Olympics is canceled until next March. Oh, that's just, wow. And you know what? That just breaks my heart because you know what? They just, this is the kind of thing that is a motivator. It it gets them excited. We've taken one of the things that we've done that is so cruel with this is not just the installation of fear into the psyche, but we've removed hope. We've removed any, anything that, um, that gets you excited in terms of anything we we can't anticipate a vacation we can't anticipate going to disneyland we we're taking away we can't anticipate kids can't anticipate now competing in sports they can't anticipate anything exciting and good that they're getting to work for it's just we're it's cruel it's, it's, it's heartbreaking my team's been like the best team last two out of three years in southern california my guys are so ready to compete they're just heartbroken so i just said hey I'm going to be at the fields on Sunday afternoon. I told their parents, I'll be there with bats and balls. If you want to show up and play, I'll be there. But don't expect me to be a medical doctor. Stay home. But if right. you want to come and play, get dirty. And I got eight kids showing up. Well, I'm going. So I'm, much fun. So much fun. Well, I'm. So, I, anyway, takes I, just, I just feel so far, so, so bad for parents faced yeah. with having their kids try to be taught online. It's, You've got to be kidding me. It's terrible. It's terrible. They're not getting an education. The, the school isn't even no. taking attendance. And, no. you know, that's not a way for kids to learn sitting in a chair at home. It's cruel. i got to leave it there. Well, Tony, I, thank you so I much. Really appre- I appreciate your attitude towards things. I really do. Thanks thank so you. much. Thank you. We appreciate you, Tony. Bye. All right. Bye. Alan Alan from Ramona's on the line. He wants to talk about all the, all the distractions being thrown at uh, U.S. citizens. Yeah, Andrea. Hey, Alan. Uh, you, uh, you mentioned that your, both your parents were ex-Marines. Well, now, they would say, first of all, Daddy passed. Mama has a T-shirt that says, not as mean, not as lean, but still a Marine, Alan. So she considers okay. her still. <laughs> what I wonder is whether you claim the bulldog as your mascot. No, I don't claim. No, I can't. Well, I, I claim the Eagle Globe and Anchor. Be- oh, okay. Because because yeah, I'm from I went to LSU, so I got it. I got to stay with my Bengal Tigers. But I would tell you, the first song I ever learned to play in the organ was the Marine Corps hymn. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you want to talk about tonight? You want to yeah. just talk about the Marines? Because I'm happy wanted, to talk about that. Semper Fi. I wanted, wanted to mention uh, that last caller was really fascinating, and I wanted just wanted to add a little bit to it. Uh, our daughter moved to Colorado last summer. And our granddaughter, they, and in the school system there, our granddaughter had the choice of going back to class, you know, appearing in a regular classroom or going online, and she chose the regular classroom setting. And what they do is they re-register the kids to show that they're, that they're registered to come to class, and they'll have a teacher there and go through their normal learning process, which is what, what would be great. That'd be a solution to part of it. Well, yeah, you know, I think back and I flash back and believe it or not, it hasn't been that long since I was in school. And so much about what you learn as a kid, whether it's kindergarten all the way through uh, through college, is it's it's critical. So much of what you learn is from the classroom experience. And it's the interaction. It's it's having to raise your hand and getting excited that you know the answer to the question. It's it's getting that answer wrong and having the teacher explain to you why. It's getting into debate with other kids in class. It's having to go up to the chalkboard and do a math problem in front of the class, right? Um, it's it's that time of socializing with your kids. It's it's having to be it's it's having a kid hurt your feelings and make you cry and having to learn to get over it. 
There's so much that we're stealing from our children with this, and it's absolutely cruel and it's abusive, particularly given the fact that we now know that there has been not one, one case of a child giving it to a teacher. They don't give it to each other. So and they're not giving it to teachers. So there's really no excuse for this. But you want it really let's get I was curious about what you the distractions that you say are being thrown at, at US citizens. Explain. I think I think a lot of it's all distraction. Even things that you talk about on your show and not not demeaning you at all. Right. But it's like our whole attention is focused on things like uh, James Comey, the former director of FBI and all this stuff is a distraction. I think my personal opinion is that whole impeachment process for President Trump was a distraction for this coronavirus thing. And maybe they knew about this thing going on in China. I don't know. But it's like one ended and the next one began. And it's been a whole sequence of events like that just in the last year, at least a year. Well, I, I agree with you that the day that Nancy Pelosi was handing out pens on the impeachment was, um, I think, the same day that Trump was doing the travel ban on, on for the China virus. I was one of the first people to report on that because I've been having jo- Dr. Jane Orient on the show for years now. She's the executive director of Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. And, you know, she sent me a blog post. She w- was raising concerns about this Wuhan, what was going on in Wuhan before anybody was. And she said, because in general, we were not prepared for a pandemic. And she went on to talk about what the Obama administration did uh, with the H1N1, the swine flu, six 60 million Americans were infected and they stopped testing and they did nothing to expand our facilities, our beds that were available to provide responses. And it's I'm not going to say this was a pandemic, but they they when the left knows that they've got a cry, they're 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 brilliant at identifying a crisis that they can exploit. And I think that's and they have exploited this. And would they exploit? A crisis, knowing it's going to result in the deaths of Americans, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so um, I, I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to go so far as to say though that some of the conspiracy theories uh, are, are are valid in terms of planning it. Though I'm not going to go that far. Any any other thoughts you want to share before we have to go, Alan? Yeah, I think there are two critical issues. One is is how honest the election is going to be. And of course, you know you want a lot of a lot of people to turn out so you get a, an honest, uh, uh, you know, honest total. But the other thing is this tremendous astronomical scale national debt. Everybody yeah. thinks this is great. We're getting money from the government, but Ma- Benjamin Franklin warned us about this. It will be a sad day when the public can vote money from the public treasury, which is exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think President Trump has his back against the wall right now, facing the election and everything. He can't really do anything about it, or they're going to turn it around and twist it and shove it back in his face. So it's a problem we all face, and I think those two issues are very critical at this time. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. I talked about it a little bit last night. Rand Paul said that that in uh, the for the Republican Party complained against Obama for increasing the debt by five trillion dollars in eight years, and now they've done it in five months. And oh, yeah. you know yeah. they they don't care at all about this debt, and they cannot call themselves conservatives. And you're right, Trump is in a you know what's Trump supposed to do? He's you know he 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 when he's got almost the entire Republican Party as far left when it comes to big government. I see very and I've said this for a long time when and it was very clear after Trump won and we had both houses of Congress there was no other explanation it was very clear and very transparent how far left the Republican Party was how much they embraced big government centralized system of power bloating the debt overspending and Trump is only one man 
he's only one man and he's in his back is is against the wall mainly because he does not have the support of the Republican Party and it's put him in a really difficult position but we Trump supporters understand the position that he's in and we know that he's he's really our only hope at this point and God bless Vice President Pence that he came out today against John Roberts and reminded everybody about it, it, the number one issue in 2016, one of the number one issues, is the same for this year, and that is the Supreme Court. Whatever mistakes you think that President Trump might have made, and he has because he's human and because he's he's faces two opposition parties, the Supreme Court is going to be – if if you thought it was important in 2016 – it's to me, you, you mentioned two big issues. The third is the Supreme Court. Alan, final thoughts, wrap us up before we go. That's about it. Just keep up the great work. It's so interesting listening to you. And I just think you're a great person. Oh, uh, well, thank you, Alan. I think I, you are, too. Are I you a Marine, it. by the way? Is that why you were asking me? Former Navy electronic technician. Oh, OK. Well, our, our, our guy we call double chief here is uh, former is former Navy uh, engineer. So we love the Navy, too. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alan. All right. Real quick before break, Andrea, you and I were talking off the air the other day and, you know, God is with Trump. And, you know, I hate to say that that's the only person he's got on his side. But if that's all he's got, you know, anything can happen. Don't count him out of this election yet. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that's why we've got to get active. And so we're going to take a break. We come back. We've got a couple things that you can do. In fact, there's 160 opportunities just in San Diego County alone for you to get active and we're going to share that and more so don't go away be sure to follow andrea k on twitter at andrea k show and follow her on facebook and like her fan page at andrea k spelled k-a-y-e andrea k telling you like it is all while eating a donut the andrea k show on the answer san diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. This is a call to action that I got to tell you I was coming last minute, and I apologize for that, but I want you to think about this. I want you to think about it seriously because the left works 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all day long. They actively, they are active. Democrats all across, stay-at-home mom Democrats are active. People that work in their jobs, you know, are still active when they're outside their jobs. I mean, it's 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, they are active. And conservatives, we're not in it as much. That's why the schools were were taken over successfully by the left. That's why um, the entertainment industry, schools, whatever area of our lives, because the left is more active than we are. We're busy raising families, running our business. You know, we our idea of of political activism is typically just to go and vote at the polls, not run for office. We have 160, 160 seats in San Diego County where Democrats are running unopposed. No Republican even bothering to run. That's a mind blower. It's a mind blower. And we're not talking about obscure places. Uh, the um, the deadline is tomorrow, and I want you to really think about whether or not you can run for office. Go to the Republican Party of San Diego. I'm talking about school board districts with multiple seats like Solana Beach, like Del Mar, like National City. There's no excuse for why water boards, but most importantly, the school the school districts. I want you to go to the San Diego Republican Party, see what area, see if there's an area in your district where you live, and think about running for office. We need you. We really do. God bless.